get on with it. Okay, okay. Welcome to Galaxy of Toys Podcast. We're a podcast that covers Star Wars toys from the past, present, and future. You're listening to Episode 2. Tonight, from IGrewUpStarWars.com, joining us is Tom. How are you, Tom? Hi, everybody. Good evening. Glad to be here. Glad to have you. <laughs> I'm feeling great tonight. I'm good. feeling a good, good podcast today. Good. So. I think it's going to be a good night. Um, yeah. Things are feeling like uh, it's going to be a good show. Yeah. Also joining us tonight from JediBusiness.com, Chris B. How you doing, Chris? Good. How you doing, Jason? Not bad. And also joining us, our good friend Ryan. How you doing, Ryan? I'm doing great. Great. Toy Fair 2013 in New York City is just wrapping up. There are some new offerings from Hasbro. One thing we saw was an early preview earlier, actually earlier last week for the Black Series. And the first figure they showed was a Luke Skywalker X-Wing. Now, this looks like a six-inch line kind of model after the Marvel Legends. You know, high detail, super articulated. And I think the price point of these new figures is $19.99. And so at Toy Fair, they kind of showed a few more of the figures. The first wave is going to be Luke Skywalker X-Wing, Darth Maul. R2-D2, and the Sand Trooper. So I'm going to ask you, Chris, what do you think of this new line, the Black Series line? Um, I think it looks great. really like the uh, the look of the, uh, this line. I think the, uh, the R2-D2 especially stands out. It looks really, really good. Um, the figures seem to come with a lot of accessories. So R2 has, you know, the, the lightsaber popping out and the sensor scope and it looks like as if it had uh, the rocket boosters, which can be attached to the legs. So um, Darth Maul looked really good, too. So I'm pretty excited about it. Pretty excited. Ryan, what do you think of the new line, and are you going to collect these? As, um, a, as a Hasbro completist, you are. <laughs> yeah, there is that. Um, I, I do think they're pretty pretty cool. Um, I was kind of on the fence to begin with. It was one of those things like, oh, I'm really not, not sure if I want to do another line especially that's out of scale um, with what we've been doing for so many years. But, I mean, they look good. They're not talking about doing a ton of them. They're not really talking about doing background characters at this point. So I'm thinking I'm in on this. I mean, they're going to release four figures to begin with. So that's, that's 80 bucks for that. And considering what else they're releasing this year, I mean, what else am I going to buy ultimately? So it's almost like, well, if I want to buy something Star Wars, I guess i got to buy these this year. So Right, right. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm glad. I, just, I still want to buy them. I, I think they do look cool. I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see yeah, them. Yeah, I agree. I think they look cool, and I think a big selling point of them is going to be, at least the collectors, is, well, there's nothing else to collect right now. Yeah. So, <laughs> so by, right, but by the time they come out, though, that's going to be probably a ton of product on shelves, though. You think right? so? Do they, do they specify a shelf date for any of these six-inch figures? Um, I, I think, think sometime in August. August. And did you see, it was over the weekend, I was reading uh, GalacticHunter.com. They had some pretty impressive coverage of the Toy Fair event. A lot of good photos and a lot of good information. And um, I saw that uh, on the site they mentioned uh, a possible Boba Fett, Han Solo, and Carbonite San Diego Comic-Con exclusive. Right. Yeah, I saw that too. I've, saw, I've seen that on a couple of things. 
I, I read that Hasbro hinted at it. They didn't come out and say it, but it really sounds like that's what it's going to be. Mm, but they didn't. Uh, there were no photos of anything like that, was there? Just, no. You know, no, there are no photos. But... They, they showed a Mandalorian symbol and a vague outline of what Han and Carbonite would look like, and, uh-huh. but they wouldn't say. So. And go ahead, Chris. You were Oh, I think uh, on Rebel Scum they were saying that um, the, the Hansel and Carbonite is probably going to be the exclusive and that that Boba Fett and that two-pack would be made available at regular retail as well. Yeah, that's good because, I mean, I know some of the San Diego Comic-Con exclusive figures are you know, challenging to get for most collectors. And, you know, there is a mentality, if I can't get them all, I don't want any of them. And with Boba Fett being such a popular character, I, I think they'd be shooting themselves in the foot to make one of the most popular characters very difficult to obtain. Right. Yeah, I, I agree. If they didn't do Fett in the regular line, that would be an issue. Yeah. Hey, Tom, as a, you know, you're an OT guy, and I know you're you're only collecting vintage, but are you impressed at all by any of these, uh, you know, original trilogy uh, six-inch figures? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No, um, it's, uh, from what I've seen, I'm, I'm looking at them right now, from what I've seen, uh, they look good. Uh, um, I th- I like the kind of a weird kind of a weird choice of the first four figures, if you ask me. But I mean, what we do have looks really neat. I'm digging the um, I'm digging the uh, Sand Trooper. And uh, what I like about the Sand Trooper is the fact that they got the armor correct, and that looks really cool. Yeah, that's right. the little that's sniper plate and uh, the uh, the cod piece. Well, yeah. not the cod piece, but the middle mid mid section, the ab section is is uh, what the sand trooper looked like in uh, the first Star Wars movie. So that looks great, and the um, I like the R two a lot, and uh, Luke is awesome, and R two is cool, and I don't know much about the devil guy. I don't yeah. know that guy. <laughs> I don't know who he I don't know who he is, but I think it's a kind of a fun line. Yeah. I am um I don't think we'll ever see these on the shelves because uh I think they're gonna be pretty popular. Yeah. So I will I will probably never see them out in the wild. You might not. I know um collectors who collect the Marvel Legends six inch line. I'm not really familiar with that line to be honest, but I I hear those collectors complaining constantly that they they can't find those six inch figures. You know, the, you know they're they're always looking for them. But you know, I think Hasbro hopefully will want want collectors to find these. So, and going back to the Sand Trooper, I think the thing that makes me happiest about the Sand Trooper, besides the armor being correct, is the orange pauldron. That's my favorite color of a pauldron for the Sand Trooper. That's the one that I always think of when I think of the Sand Trooper. So. Yeah, for those folks that are going to be really nitpicky about the armor and stuff, and I'm sure the uh, the 501st guys and stuff, they're really going to be digging this one. So I think this, if you ask me, this figure is most definitely going to be the most popular of the first four for sure. Yeah, yeah. And I imagine if, uh, if it is popular enough, they'll probably do variations with different pauldron colors and I, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. Or, you know. Easy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, and... Well, you know, uh, 
Tom, I'm with you on this one, though. Like, the character selection is, is interesting, right? Because, um, I mean, what they could have done is they could have just gone ahead and do a, you know, kind of like an early bird type of thing where they do, you know, Luke, you know, Tatooine Luke and uh, Princess Leia and, you know, have R2 in there as well, you know? I understand what you're going at, Chris, but uh, they've really uh, overdone the whole uh, – They've that's my that's my commentator voice. They've uh, really overdone, I think, the uh, the early bird special thing. They've really driven that to the ground. I mean, you've got the Angry Birds early bird, and you've got everything else. And I agree, right. it's kind of a weird selection. If I would have, what do you think now, Chris? I got a question for you. What would you have gone if you had four figures for this six inch line? Which figures would you have showcased first? Go. Um, I would have gone probably with um, Luke, Tatooine Luke, Han Solo, Chewbacca, and either R2 and 3PO maybe. I think those would have been my choices just because they're such, you know, they are the main characters of the original trilogy, you know. While I understand that these kind of, kind of well, they, they kind of left out crappy episode two and awful episode three. So you've got movies, uh, you've got figures from the trilogy, the original trilogy, I guess, and then you've got the uh, devil guy from the first prequel. Yeah. That's kind of weird, kind of a weird combination, I think. But I guess why would they go with four figures to begin with is kind of strange, but I don't know. Well, you the know, thing is, they're going to release like what eight figures this year? Is that what they're doing? Do we know what I the? Know, I don't know. What are the other figures? Anybody know yet? I don't uh, think they've announced. Seal Bibble, Lobot, um, <laughs> Rigoli, Cloud Car Pilot, and uh, Bespin Guard. Bespin Guard. And Bespin Guard. Yeah. Uh, you know, the thing is with the six inch figures, I mean, Hasbro has tried larger scaled figures, maybe not, you know, this, this detailed before, but they had like, what was it, Epic Force, which I know, you know, they weren't, I don't know. The Epic Force figures from the late 90s, they were kind of not super, they weren't really articulated, more like statues, but it was kind of a different scale, and I think their arms moved maybe. And then when Episode yeah, 1 came out, I think they tried some other like five inch figures or something. Were those the vinyl figures? The Epic Force figures, I think those came out around 97, and they had like a, a Darth Vader, a Bespin Luke, a Leia Bespin, and a couple others. Yeah, they, they did them for a little while. They had very Got limited it. articulation at all. The, Sounds the like a segue to fandoms. I'm sorry. Yeah, and, and, and if I remember right, the Epic Force figures did not sell well. I mean, I think they sat on shelves. No, they put out the last three as an FAO exclusive. Yeah. At the very end, sticking them out. And then they tried, was it a five-inch figure for episode one, the 1999 launch? Weren't there like a five-inch... Darth Maul, Obi-Wan. Oh, yeah! Was the Obi-Wan, yeah. Darth Maul, Destroyer Droid. Yeah. And those <laughs> didn't seem to catch on either. Because I was big into... I was still big into the modern figures back then. Mm-hmm. I do not remember those. Yeah, they were there. Huh. Um, I think collectors... I think collectors don't... don't want to leave the three and three-quarter inch scale. I uh, you're probably right. right. This but, is a nice. This is a nice attempt to kind of break out of that, though. Yeah, and you know, I'm 
I think I'm going to pick them up. You know, I looked at them and I like them and I'll just kind of maybe pick up the first wave and see where it goes from there. But who knows? So it's interesting. They're calling this the Black Series, but it looks like they have also rebranded their legacy vintage type three and three quarter line Black Series as well. And they showed some of the figures for perhaps the first wave of Black Series three and three quarter inch figures. And to me, they looked a lot like um, pretty much the figures they were going to release with the Build-A-Droid lines that they showed at uh, Celebration last year. Right. Yeah. So nothing really new. Were there any new figures shown for three and three quarter inch that for the, for that for that black series? No, that was all old stuff. All old stuff. So this is all rehashy goodness again. Well, I, I think some of the sculpts haven't been released yet, but they've been showing these sculpts for some time. Yeah, they showed them at uh, Comic Con last year and at Celebration. Yeah, there's like a episode two Padme, episode two Anakin. Um. Now, here's a question. The Biggs, Biggs Darklighter figure, is that going to be a Black Series figure, or is that going to come with the uh, an X-Wing? No, that's, no, that's a, black a Black Series. It is. Okay. Also, Ceremonial Luke, that's another one they showed. Right. I think so that would have been a, a much more exciting figure if it had been on a vintage card. Yeah, yeah. I, I think yeah. they're in some kind of holding pattern right now for some more concrete... Uh, plans for the upcoming sequel films to really get motivated to really start making some newer exciting figures but they have kind of run out uh run out of characters chris do you see any uh, of these figures that really stand out to you um well i'm excited about the new bigs i know that we've already gotten a few of them um, but you know, a new scale. You know, I'm I'm okay with that. The cer- ceremonial Luke, I think, um, you know, has a new metal, new sculpted metal. Might actually have a new lightsaber as well. I'm not quite sure about that, but you know, those are just little details here and there I could go without. But you know, like like uh, Ryan said, I think the ceremonial Luke especially would have done really well on a vintage card. Um, oh, yeah. But you know they they showed off the the, the packaging for the, the the black series and I you know I kind of like that they're moving away from vintage now because the the bigger bubble just gives them more freedom to include more and maybe even you know release bigger bigger figures. If you look back at the 2002 or 2004 Star Wars saga line, you know you had these ugly blue cards, but the bubbles were big, so they could put figures out like, you know, Ethan Mon, you know. Um, yeah. And those kinds of, you know, releases are just completely impossible on a vintage single card back. So, you know, maybe that'll give them a, a bigger opportunity to release more or, you know, bigger accessories with the figures. So. There's, it seems like there's definitely a lot of room in there, that's for sure. Yeah, there is a lot of room. Um, looking at the, uh, I'm looking at some of the photos right now from GalacticHunter.com, and it's showing uh, uh, the Darth Vader figure. Ryan, uh, have you seen have you seen any photos of this new Darth Vader figure, The Empire Strikes Back? Yes, I have. I, I'm actually kind of excited about this, and of course, I'm the Vader fan, so of course, a new Vader. Yeah, I want it. But I like it's actually from one of my favorite scenes with with at the at the dinner table. Uh, deflecting the blaster bolt, and then he has the extra hand to hold Han's blaster the opposite way. I, I'm kind of excited. I know it's just another Darth Vader for most people, but it's something different. It would be cool for dioramas and things like that. 
Yeah, yeah, I think uh, it will. It could make a cool diorama. I'm not always crazy about the plastic blaster force effects type things, but I think I think it kind of works for this for this figure. There also there's also a new uh, uh, biker scout figure, Return of the Jedi biker scout figure. I don't know. Is this the same figure that came with the speeder bike from Toys R Us uh, in 2012? Does anybody know? I was kind of wondering the same thing. It looks like it, but yeah. Um, like I said before, there's episode two Padme, and she it's a pretty good sculpt on that figure. They have they've been they haven't really put any any decent versions of as far as I I'm concerned. That's it's one of the better better Padmes. Right. Yeah, I think when I when I look at the character list, I you know I think that's exactly the problem is that the characters we, we've seen these figures before. Right? Yeah. So we want new characters. We want you know give us some you know Cantina aliens or something that hasn't been done before. Even even if it's just a background character somewhere in Jabba's palace or even from the prequels, you know um, there's still so many characters that they haven't done. So you know when I look at that list or when I look at the pictures of these figures, they all look great. You know they all have like a ton of articulation. They look you know more accurate than ever before. It's just that you know it's just more on the boring side just simply because you know we probably have already a ceremonial look in our collection or you know a few big starlighters or clones or you know we have uh luminaro undoli and pablo jill and all these figures already so it's the character choice that is is you know boring i think right and moving moving on for the three and three quarter inch um uh, in addition to the Black Series, they've also announced a new Saga Legends line using the the Vader uh, lava artwork. He's like grabbing, looks like it probably was designed with like a 3D promotion in line or something. I'm not sure. But there's this um, new line, Saga Legends, five points of articulation. And the retail price they're saying is uh, $5.99. Is it five ninety nine or six ninety nine? Five ninety nine. Five ninety nine. So down with the price, but definitely down with the articulation. Uh, looks like some of the figures are going to be Obi Wan Kenobi from Revenge of the Sith, Anakin Skywalker from Revenge of the Sith, uh, Clone Trooper from Attack of the Clones, and perhaps a couple other. I'm not. I'm not sure if they if they gave out a complete list, but. Uh, what uh? What are your thoughts on these new uh, five points of articulation? And I'm actually going to throw this to Tom since uh, he specializes in figures with five points of articulation. <laughs> um, <laughs> Is this bringing you back, Tom? Are you going <laughs> to now that they're kind of back to the vintage design? Are you uh, are you back in? Are you coming out of retirement? <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't. I couldn't find any pictures on those. So oh, okay. I'm uh. <laughs> oh, okay. Here they are. No, they're not. I don't know. Yes, yes. No, I won't. They're they're not characters near and dear to your heart. But you know, I, a lot of you know, perhaps kids that also grew up with the prequels. You know, I think they probably want these characters. I'm not sure. Um. Yeah. Looks more like the same old crap, really. Uh, not all that exciting. But is this the 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 the? I don't know. I'm I'm bringing. Oh God. I'm bringing the. The podcast down. I'm sorry, everybody. That's all right. I can um, edit out anything you say, so, so don't worry about got, it. Uh, 
who's this guy? I don't even know. Yeah, don't go to me. I, yeah, I, I, Chris. Chris, I'm going to throw this to you. What do you think of the the new five point of articulation figures, the Saga Legends? Um, I think it's okay. You know, I, I never really thought that articulation is that important in a figure, quite honestly. Um, I think it's a nice to have, um, especially when it comes to clone troopers, but I never really thought that um, it's a necessity. Uh, you know, when you look at some of the older figures, like I looked at um, Watts Tumbor the other day, that carried only has, I think, five or six joints, and it's pretty much static from the waist down, but it's just such a cool-looking character that, you know, it doesn't really matter to me whether, you know, the figure has articulated ankles or knees or, you know. Um, so, uh, yeah, articulation is not everything. So I'm okay with five five points of articulation as long as, um, you know, the, the characters are kind of fresh. You know, from mm. the pictures that I saw again at Toy Fair, you know, it's just figures that we've seen before mainly, except for, I think, the... Uh, the Mission Series 2-packs, there's a new droid in there with Darth Vader. So, you know, those are the kinds of things I'm looking for. Something that has Something new. Something new, yeah. I gotta say, although the character selection of these five-point five point articulation Saga Legend figures, I'm not so excited about the character uh, selection. But I kind of do like the look of them. The Last year, there was a that uh, battle pack that had Bespin Luke... Uh, right. Boba Fett and Darth Vader. And when I first saw photos of them, I, I really did not like what they were doing. But once I actually purchased them, got them home, I kind of dig them. I think I think they're they have a definite a unique look to them that I kind of like. And so maybe maybe I'll end up liking some of these figures as well. But I'm not I'm not a completist as much as some of uh, I know Ryan and and Chris. You're a figure completist, so right. I may pass I may pass on some of these. I'm just gonna. Wait and see. You mentioned um, that Darth Vader with... It looks like it comes with... You know, they say it came with... Uh, is it an interrogation droid? Darth oh, Vader. It's... it's like a mission series. Uh, Darth Vader comes the with... Seeker droid? Is that what you're talking about? Is it called about? a Seeker droid? That's what I thought, but I'm not... Ta- yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Now, do you know what that's from? Is that a comic book or a, a novel or... I've no, not seen that from, droid. I thought it was from Star Tours, oh. um, but I'm not entirely sure. I'd have to go back and make sure that this is really the, the same droid, but I think there's a droid that's similar to this one. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, hey, that's a good way for them to bring Disney into this then. Right. Yeah. And then it looks like the other mission pack, there's a Jango Fett with a battle droid. Right, I think that looked really good. I like that, you know, that pose he's got. Um, looks like the the picture of Galactic Hunter has up. Looks like he's got the rangefinder missing. I'm not sure if they're gonna add that back, and I'm not quite sure if the helmet is gonna be removable. But um, you know, uh, I think it looks good. Like having a figure like that on display, I think you know, yeah, it looks pretty nice. Yeah, and for five ninety nine, I mean, I'm guess I'm guessing they're not gonna make a removable helmet, but you never know. Right. Yeah. And also, they introduced, well, they, I think they're hitting now this uh, 12-inch figures. Two of them out now. One is a clone trooper. One is Anakin uh, from Revenge of the Sith. And then there's also a Darth Vader, I believe, and an Obi-Wan coming out. These 
don't look so great to me. What do you think? Uh, Ryan, can you, what's your thought on these new 12 inch figures? Um, well, they're, I mean, I love 12 inch and it's one of my favorite things to collect, but I, I mean, they are very static, you know, they're, they're like the gentle giant version that, you know, the gentle giant vintage ones that they're doing right now, but prequel characters is kind of the way I look at them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, they're going to be cheap. They're going to be 10 bucks. So, I mean, that, that's not that expensive to go with on those. Um, I'll buy them. Um, I, I doubt it's a line that lasts very long. I, I kind of see it as it's one of those things that goes along. You know, most of the summer movies, it seems like they all have some sort of like larger scale, um, big action figure type of thing for like, say like Avengers from last year or Spider-Man or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's a kid type of thing where they, they, for some reason, kids like these giant figures or something. And, um, I don't know. I guess that's where they're going with it. But, I mean, I'll, I'll pick them up. I think they're kind of interesting, but I, I don't think they're that interesting. Yeah, I don't think I don't think kids are going to fall for it. I think these <laughs> these figures look terrible. I, I mean, they. Uh, I love the uh, the the. <laughs> Here, I'm going to say it. Here we go. I love the uh, two fingered proctology exam uh, <laughs> hand thing going on. That just looks. That just looks. Ugh. That just looks horrible. Yeah. And I think I think these are probably a step down from those vinyl figures. You know, the ones of uh, Wedge oh, and stuff that only had articulation. You, that you found at oh, um, video game stores. Yeah. In the I mid. In those. the mid. In the mid nineties. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, this is. Or like the yeah the mid nineties these are a step down from those I would put these a step above uh, Bendems Ryan <laughs> and I'm I'm sticking to it a step above Bendems <laughs> these are these are stinky turds <laughs> yeah <laughs> good night everybody I think I think uh, you know I think well I'm pretty sure Hasbro has to be at least somewhat disappointed that the 3D re-releases of Episode 2 and 3 were canceled because the, those movies perhaps could have moved some of this product. Kids see the, the movie in the theater and, and, and recognize the characters at the store. But I've without that, better, I don't Mex- know how I've they're going to move better this. Mexican bootlegs that look better than these things. Yeah. Actually, that is what they remind me of. I have some Mexican bootlegs from the 90s that were like blow-ups of the Power of the Force 2 figures. And they're exactly. very simple to that. <laughs> Here you go, yeah. So You've got your choice of uh, a lightsaber in your face or a proctology exam, yeah. courtesy of Anakin and Obi-Wan. Yeah. That, and once again, I've brought the podcast to a screeching halt. <laughs> <laughs> this is episode two, Tom. What do you expect? It's episode two. That's right, right. Yeah, we're, we're still in the prequel. We're we? still in the prequel numbers. So we are we're still, still, still going to be sucky. Okay, and also they announced some what I think is uh, some some good looking products, some vintage packaging. Uh, there's going to be a Slave One, uh, an Empire Strikes Back uh, styled Slave One. Looks like a repaint from the Toys R Us exclusive from a couple years ago. Uh, that's going to be an Amazon.com exclusive. There's also a Republic gunship in vintage packaging, uh, Toys R Us exclusive. Uh, another X-wing and one a large X-wing, and it's uh, it looks like a Biggs Biggs's X-wing, which uh, on the last episode I kind of mentioned I wouldn't mind seeing 
So that's also in the vintage packaging. That's a Toys R Us exclusive. And Kmart is going to have an Ewok catapult and Imperial scanning crew. I guess these will be two separate two-packs, also in vintage packaging. So I, I kind of think these look nice. Uh, Ryan, what's your, what is your thought on uh, some of this exclusive, uh, these exclusive uh, vehicles and packs? Honestly, this, this is the best stuff at Toy Fair. I mean, they've been kind of teasing and hinting that we might get a Vintage Slave 1. And this is what we've all wanted. I mean, that, that Toys R Us one, the, the Django Fett um, Clone Wars Slave one that we got a couple years ago, that is an awesome, awesome toy. I was so blown away with that. And it was type of thing, okay, this is cool. When are they going to release the, the OT version? And to see the Boba Fett version... And it comes to look, looks like a brand new Han and Carbonite. I, I, this is awesome. I am totally excited about that. The Big Zack Swing, they said, is going to be the same, um, same do as the Death Star, uh, pack that was, that had the, uh, Luke X-Wing and the Darth Vader TIE Fighter last year. And that X-Wing is really awesome, honestly. I mean, I've got tons of that scale X-Wing, but I think that one's definitely their best do yet. So I'm kind of glad to see they're keeping that one going. That TIE Interceptor, I love the TIE Interceptor. I love the design of the vehicle anyway. Oh, yeah. I, I, I failed to mention the TIE Interceptor, but that that is that what what store is carrying the TIE Interceptor? I think Amazon. that's Amazon as well. Isn't oh, it? that box looks awesome. I it wish I could just awesome. buy the box. Yeah, and they say there's going to be a new tooling on it, and I'm curious to see what they're going to do new with it. Um, I think the last one we had, like, the ejector seat and the new cockpit door, so I don't know what more they're going to do with it, but it'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. The the gunship, we've got tons of gunships. I'm not that excited. It looks very similar to me, anyway, to the original Attack of the Clones gunship that they put out. I, I, we'll have to see what the vintage box looks like, but so far I haven't been really big on the, the prequel vintage box stuff. Um, I'm curious to see the Kmart stuff, the uh, scanning crew and the the Ewoks, uh, what these look like, and uh, I, I'm excited about those. The vintage two-packs they did at Kmart last year were awesome. Um, what was the last one? There was some, one more thing, wasn't there? I think that's it. Is that, is that it? Slave One, the Republic gunship, the TIE Interceptor, the X-Wing, the Ewok Catapult, and the Imperial Scanning Crew. Was there anything else, Chris? Any, any? Um, I think the only other thing that we might see still at the store is the AT-AT in the Return of the Jedi packaging. Oh, yeah. Which just is out in Canada right now, I think. So right. that might be out at the same time as all the other vintage collection vehicles yeah and, and, and no one in the no one in the u.s has found the ad is that correct i think so yeah, yeah uh, they actually the hasbro people said either yesterday or today i can't i think it was star wars action news was talking to them and they said that uh that has not been released at the u.s at this point and they're planning on getting it out later this year i think the uh i think I really do like the vintage packaging. I will probably pass on the Republic gunship, like Ryan said. It looks so similar to the one that already came out. The X-Wing is cool. Uh, the packaging just says X-Wing. It doesn't actually state it's bigs. Is that right? Yeah, but I guess the markings on it are are um, match up with the one from from Star Wars New Hope as bigs being bigs. Actually, that, and that's what I think is cool is the original vintage X-wing had the red three markings on it. So to make it bigs as red three, I think that works really well for vintage packaging too. Yeah, and I, I I'm hoping if if this one sells, uh, Porkins will be next, right? I mean, yeah, next logical. <laughs> it's the next logical one, and, and they designed the more more recent Porkins figure designed to fit into the into the X-wing. 
Right. Yeah, it's a lot uh, uh, thinner than than the uh, Power of the Force Two one, so it might actually fit into a cockpit. Also announced was Vader Evolution Pack. It looks like uh, mostly repacks of. Is it Anakin? Is a is a kid uh, from Episode One? Anakin is a Padawan from Episode Two. Anakin is a Jedi from Return of the Sith, and then a Vader, Darth Vader, from. Evil. Yeah, and they all look like repacks. Yeah. And there's another pack, uh, the Birth of Vader, that uh, also looks like looks like complete repacks to me with the uh, the Emperor, uh, Clone Trooper, Shock Trooper, and one of the medical droids, and the the table where you can build Vader. Right, those look like all repacks or just like repaints. Yeah. And another thing, I don't know, um, I'm, I kind of saw some rumors about this. Um, I don't know if, I think Hasbro, I'm not sure if they confirmed this or not, but the, the figures that we talked about on our last episode, the uh, Movie Hero line and the uh, Clone Wars Wave 1, um, I'm pretty sure I read that those have been moved to European release only. That's actually what's on galactichunter.com. Uh, any thoughts on that? Those would be like the figure, the movie heroes with the Sand Trooper, Anakin Skywalker, Light Up, Light Up Saber, uh, Darth Vader, and the Battle Droid. Are you guys disappointed to hear that those are going to be Europe, Europe only figures? Um, yeah, I am, absolutely. Uh, I think that the figures, you know, if they're unique, then, you know, I'd like to see them here in the United States, absolutely. I mean, they're not going to be like, you know, the most awesome figures that Hasbro has ever produced, but, you know, as a completist, you know, you kind of want to be able to get your hands on these figures, and, uh, you know, having to pay, like, $50, $60 for a figure on eBay, you know, it's not that much fun, <laughs> it's not that much fun, right? No. So, um, I'd like to see them on retail shelves, and, you know, we might, you know, we might still see them, you know, you never know, I mean, there's stuff showing up a year later, you know, at, like, these discount, you know, chains, you never know what will show up. So, you know, when it comes to those figures, you know, patience, I think, is mm. is a good thing. I, uh, I'm, you know, I, the figures are kind of gimmicky with all the, the light-up parts, but I, I really wanted to get my hand on that Sand Trooper with the blaster that kind of lights up. I, that looks pretty cool to me, and uh, I'm disappointed that that will not be coming to the U.S., at least for right now, but hopefully uh, in the future. Ryan, um... As a completist, are you going to be uh, trying to import these from Europe? Yeah, I'll be going after these for sure. I mean, they're, they're not the most exciting figures. I mean, yeah, the Movie Heroes figures and the Clone Wars, the first wave was supposed to be what, another Obi-Wan, another Anakin that had different heads or something. And I think a Clone Trooper, it was really not exciting Clone Wars figures. And in fact, something else that came out at, at Toy Fair was they said basically the animated style Clone Wars figures are done, which is kind of sad. Um, if you caught the uh, last few episodes of Clone Wars, there's been figures I wanted made out of those characters. Yeah. Like the new Pre Vizsla, Darth Maul with the different legs, Savage Press with the mechanical arm, mm -hmm. um, and stuff like that. I, I would really love to see, and I'm kind of disappointed we're not going to see that now. Yeah, I'm disappointed too. I, you know, I was hesitant to even start collecting the Clone Wars figures, and uh, wow, it's been almost five years now since they started releasing them. I was hesitant yeah. at first. I didn't want to start a new line that didn't seem to blend with the old line. But once I got the first couple, I was in. Like, I wanted them all. And yeah. 
and it used to be you'd see an episode and you'd be like and you would think I can't wait till that comes out in the store I can't wait to see that figure at retail and the first season and a half they were they were pretty good with that they were kind of keeping up with what was going on in the show but season three and beyond they've really not paid much attention to the show you know an occasional I'm still surprised we never got a battle pack of the heroes and carbonite from that one episode I thought that was Right. Yeah. I, I thought for sure that was one that was going to happen. I'm sad we never saw that. Yeah, I wanted those Ugnaughts. Yeah, I mean, that could have been a, a great show pack. You have the, the heroes in, in Carbonite, the Ugnaughts, Tarkin was in that episode. Right. Um, I, um, the only character we got from that episode was even Peel, the, the little Jedi. That was all we got out of that. Yeah. Right. A Tarkin from the Clone Wars would be really cool. I mean, yeah. that was... A younger, cool. younger version of Aquar. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So... And that, you know, that, um, the Bosque figure, you know, that was released only with the, uh, Toys R Us exclusive, uh, Clone Wars Slave One. That is a really cool figure. And I'm sure there are collectors who, who, you know, would love to get their hands on that figure without having to buy that very large vehicle. I mean, space and money are an issue for all collectors. And I think, I think that would have been a popular re-release to kind of, you know, throw in there at some point and it doesn't look Talk like that's going to happen. Right. They could have done a great, great pack of, or series of that with, they could have redone Bosk and they've had Dengar in there now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they could have done Asajj Ventress as kind of the bounty hunter. She had a kind of a different outfit for that. Uh, another Boba Fett, he had a different outfit there too. They, they could have gone with that too. I'm really surprised they didn't run with that. Yeah. I mean, for the last year, we've basically just been getting, rehashes for the most part nothing that interesting in Clone Wars yeah. as far as action figures yeah I think there's definitely some missed opportunities and you know but the best thing we got was that dark small three pack target Tom yes sir <laughs> am I watching are the Clone Wars figure <laughs> no I'm sorry are they um, uh, at the home do they put you to bed about this time or are they like <laughs> step a little bit later well I just had you know, my nurse come and, and wipe me, so I'm ready for bed right now. So. But to answer your question, I, <laughs> I I have not watched Clone Wars, but I would uh, – I've got some catching up to do, and I'm, I'm going to, but I, I love the Clone Wars. I just – I just haven't had enough time. Yeah, that, you know, some, of the, the, some of the episodes are really sitting good. Sitting around at the corner of my room and procrastinating about um, cheese sticks and yeah. thinking, thinking about <laughs> – Arcade video games. I just haven't had. I haven't gotten around to uh, watching Clone Wars yet, but yeah. I, I'm going to. They've been throwing some nods to the uh, to, to the vintage uh, Kenner line. You know, yeah, that's what I've heard. I think that's that's a pretty neat idea, and it's. Uh, ah, I think it's. I think it's fun. Yeah. Yeah, those would have been cool figures for them to make too. What they had the blue snaggletooth. They had. Walrus Man and his outfit from the Vintage Kenner line. Did they do uh, Hammerhead, the One Piece, too? I they have remember. not done Hammerhead, I don't think. Not yet. Okay. But I think their intention are to do all of the um, Sears Cantina, the original four Sears Cantina figures. Emerald they, City Comic Con, I'm working on a, the uh, a Vintage Hammerhead, a One Piece that I'm going to wear. <laughs> on the show. Okay, that'll good. We we need to get that uh, photos yeah. out that on the Facebook page. I'll be uh, I'll be hanging out with the uh, slave Leia's if there are any, or if not, just uh, you know floppy uh, floppy one piece. So that'll be great. Yeah, that'll that'd be, be great. There's uh, 
you know, they have a, con- a costume awesome. contest too every year. Absolutely, I'll be, answer. Yeah, I'm gonna win. I'm gonna win. Let's hope so. <laughs> and if not, I'm gonna throw the biggest tantrum you've ever seen. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm waiting to see that costume. <laughs> yep. Stand, it's coming. All right. Well, that seems. I think we've pretty much covered everything that Hasbro had to show. Um, I guess there are there were some well, fighter pods yeah. figures or well, something. I, I'm kind of lost interest in fighter pods and in Looney Birds or, or Angry Birds or. Uh, were over the I don't think there were fighter pods. They didn't show any new fighter pods. I know they showed uh, some Star Trek fighter pods. Okay, but that's I a whole different podcast. On, I'm yeah, on Rebel Scum, and I'm seeing pictures of those little baby toys, the Return of the Jedi figures. Yeah, they oh, showed yeah. they showed some Jedi Force figures too, some newer Jedi There's Force. I thought they had given up that line, but it uh, looks like is that what that's called, Jedi Force? They, yeah, they're like they've got really large hands and large feet. They're kind of the cutesy looking guys. Yeah, yeah. Got There's it. like a Han and Luke Storm Han and Luke Stormtrooper pack. I think, and some other new ones, but I haven't been following that line at all. Uh, I haven't followed those too much, but that Jabba does look cute. I'm tempted to buy that. Um, and they're also releasing, they're doing the Jedi Force bigger scale, like a 5-inch scale of them or something as well, so they're adding a higher scale to those, too. Those are going to sell about as good as these uh, new uh, turd 12-inch figures, I'm sure. You'll be seeing those yeah. on the discount racks before too long. I think so. I, I think uh, those are probably bound for the discount rack. And funny so, thing is, they did these before. They did a larger scale Jedi Force before that were very similar to what we have now, but they were that bigger scale. I think it was around Revenge of the Sith time or a little earlier than that. They, they basically did them before. It was like, yeah, yeah. I, I remember those too. And I also remember those went on discount. And yeah, they did. So all that well. Does anybody have any of those? Ryan, Ryan have, has everything. Right. I, no, I don't have all of them. What? I have a couple. You don't have those? No, I, I have oh. the Darth Vader from that, and I think I picked up like an indoor Luke and just random things I'd find like at Value Village once in a while or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, did they not show any new fighter pods? Is that the is that the word? Nothing new for um, for Star I didn't, Wars. I didn't. I wasn't really looking for for coverage for for those, but. Um, you know, thinking about it now, I don't think I saw any pictures for fighter pods. Are those like those little Kinder Kinder egg toys? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, they're uh, they're actually smaller. They're like squinkies. Do you know what squinkies are? They're like squinkies. Not a nod to my German heritage. <laughs> so I don't know. It's kind of a mixed bag as far as Toy Fair goes. I'm I'm excited about the Black Series, I suppose. But Jason, did you look at the Lego stuff? I did not. I did not. What uh, what did you see as far as Lego? Um, a lot of it that they showed is stuff that's already out, but the the one piece that's just really exciting is a new uh, sail barge. Um, oh, so I'm Lego's doing a sail barge. Lego's yeah, doing a sail Lego's barge. Sail barge. Interesting. And I, I was looking at the pieces. It has like a Job of the Hut, uh, Slave Leia. Um, I can't remember if Boba Fett was in there. I think there was a uh, Jedi Luke, but it had Max Rebo as well. So oh. you get a, get a version of Max Rebo. Hey. They did a sail barge, like, in 2006, didn't they? Yeah, they did a, a sail barge before. This one looks a little different. It looks like it might be a little bit smaller. But oh. I've been getting into the Jabba's Palace Lego stuff. Like, I bought all the Legos up until about when Revenge of the Sith came out, and I stopped mm-hmm. buying them. I not it anymore. Yeah. And I'm starting to pick it back up. I just bought the new Jabba's Palace they did, and that's an awesome set. So I'm kind of thinking I might have to pick up the sail barge, too. Yeah, Lego seems to be uh, uh, really 
going forward with Return of the Jedi this year. Doesn't I mean definitely. you know the last year or so I've, I've seen a lot of Return of the Jedi stuff. Kind of bummed out I didn't get to see pictures of that before this recording. <laughs> oh well, <laughs> no really, it sounds it sounds cool. I'm definitely into yeah. Lego. Really cool. I, I actually had to go searching for them because I was like, wait a minute, we've seen all this other Hasbro stuff, and you know, it's because I bought that Jabba set and I just built it this last week, and I'm kind of curious about Legos. I'm like, so where's yeah. the Lego cover? And I had to go to some website. I don't remember what it was. Uh, I found a link to it to finally see Lego pictures, and uh-huh. most of it just stuff that's out now, like the Rancor pit and the um, the two little uh, sets. The, there's like an Old Republic set and a Clone Wars little set. Um, and that Umbaran cannon thing. But, I mean, most of it was stuff that we'd seen before, but we'd seen, like, a, a small picture of the sail barge before a little while back, but this is the first time I'd seen close-up pictures, and that Max Rebo Lego fig is just awesome. So, If you go to yodasnews.com, they have a video up of, of the Lego display at Toy Fair. Yeah, the, uh, I don't, yeah, I, 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 Tom, I'm like you, I haven't seen any of the new Lego stuff. I couldn't, I didn't, didn't, not, None of it jumped out of me online. Uh, I did see there's a like a Lone Ranger set, but that's another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> with the Johnny Depp Tonto with a bird on his head. <laughs> it's totally ridiculous. That just looks weird. It looks ridiculous. Uh, being a fan, I'm a, I'm quite a big Lone Ranger fan, but I, somewhat somewhat insulting a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I, I might pass on this. Not to not to <laughs> dog on you know Johnny Depp, but. I don't know. Yeah. Seems a little weird. Um, right, I couldn't guys. find any images about Lego, so I have no... Once again, Tom has no opinion about it. <laughs> For Hasbro stuff, right, they canceled the uh, the Mini Rig line, right? The Class 1 vehicles? No. I, I understood that they're still going to be around. Oh, really? I thought they were just going to release the, the one on the Yoda packaging, and then that's it. Oh, really? Well, that's... But that's you know that's my understanding, but I might be wrong about that. Oh yeah, I didn't see them. Uh, I didn't see anything about those class uh, the class one vehicles. Like it doesn't. I I think you might be right. I think everything on that Yoda series packaging is canceled. I think whatever's coming out is gonna whatever's already out is gonna be it. As far as the U.S. maybe in Europe. Though. Oh, I I gotta jump back in here. I actually got a. I was looking at the Yoda's news video for um, the sail barge. They have a reused Lego minifig. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Does he have his uh that 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 gold gun thing that Kenner gave him back in '83? It, it doesn't look like it. Yeah, it's oh. Java Reese Bar Two D Two. Um, I just missed it. Uh, the rest of it. Um, the Max Rebo Slave Leia at Weekway. Weekway. And oh. then uh, they've got a new Advent calendar this next year, which has like a Santa Django Fett. Jumping back to the uh, to the vehicles, class two vehicles the are putting out are kind of like smaller versions of what had been previously released the Slave One and the Republic Tank and Obi One Obi One's Episode Two Fighter. I saw and they maybe showed maybe one new vehicle and it was Anakin's Starfighter. Did anybody yeah, see the, that? The Episode Three Starfighters. Yeah. yeah. Now, question, that. is that a scaled-down version as well, or is that just the same one they've been re-releasing for the last uh, Yeah, it, it's years? a scaled-down version. Okay, interesting. I'm personally not very excited about the scaled-down vehicles. I think I'll pass on all of them. 
Yeah, those are some that I'm not really excited about them either. I'm going to buy them. I, I like, it looks like they've got cool detail and stuff. I think they're kind of interesting, but, I mean, I've been loving the bigger vehicles we've been getting, and this is kind of like a step in a different direction, but, I don't know, sometimes that kind of stuff is fun to have. It's like, oh, you know, Slave 1, we're going to end up with, what, now, uh, four different scales of it, because there's the big one, there's the um, the Django Fett, uh, the one that they released at Episode 2 time that they repainted as Boba Fett's. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's the vintage uh, mold one, and then we're going to have this new smaller one. So four different uh, molds of Slave One. It's kind of weird. Well, they should uh, they should learn? They should just get their act together and finally release a modern troop transport. Hey, oh, that would be cool. <laughs> with the with the voice with the the little record player inside that plays you the have sound. That would be great. <laughs> Tom, do you awesome. have that? You have that? Uh, Me? Oh, yeah. I've got one. That was one of my first toys, and I rebought it, oh, about five years ago. Um, is, yeah, I love it. Does so yours awesome. still work? Can you play the voices? No. Uh, the I think something's the circuitry. or There's no battery. There's no battery um, acid uh, problems or anything. Uh, I think it's just the record is just uh, – I might try to – maybe we can look at it or something and – and fix it. I'm sure we can. I think there's a website that we can we can get it fixed. That would be awesome. Because <laughs> even when it was even when it was new, I mean, it sounded terrible. It just sounded terrible. But it was it was awesome to hit those little buttons and yeah, just to to make a modern one of those with the exact same you know little sound bites. That mm-hmm. would just be so cool. That, that would be, be great. Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> I, I think it'd be more fun, to, funnier to do the old uh, mini rigs, redo those, like the Fred Flintstone Hawk car or whatever it was. You know, uh, funny, I was I was going to mention that that would be really that would be really cool to see also, and I'm sure those would sell if they were a, at a good price point. Well, yeah, I mean, one of my favorite toys as a kid was the Interceptor Four. I thought the INT Four. I thought that was an awesome little vehicle. Um, I'd love to see something more like that, but uh, some of those were, like, the Fred Flintstone car was a little ridiculous. But, uh, like, the little Hoth tank that they did with the bubble um, bubble cockpit, that was a cool thing, too. Yeah, yeah, they, they were all fun. I'm going to have to confess, guys, I have never owned a Kenner mini rig, ever. Wow. I had uh, a handful of them. <laughs> I had two or three. Those were, they were all great. All and I did have the Fred Flintstone one, Ryan, which I... Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it was, you know, I don't know why. I mean, it seems like that's something I would have. Those are were price pointed for like birthday parties and stuff, right? That was kind of what they go for. Yeah. Never got one. Never huh. missed it though. I, I I tend to not really like the stuff that's not in the films. I'm not. I've always kind of been like that. But I, I think it it would be kind of neat as an homage to to the Kenner line to update some of those classic mini rigs. Yeah, I would. I, that would be fun to see for sure. At at the very least, for sure. Yeah. Troop transport in 2015. Everybody, let's get a let's get a Set the petition. Let's get a huh. petition going. Uh, Chris, do you know anything about the uh, the actual petition for bring on the barge? Uh, do you have any uh, up? Do you, I know your your website was also was uh, kind of partnered in on on uh, that petition. Any uh, any news about where that? where that stands did they turn it in or um i'm not sure what the um official response Mm -hmm. exactly was other than uh it's not feasible and they're not gonna do it so (laughs) 
Um, Basically, you know, I didn't hear anything from them in regards to, okay, well, we acknowledge that there was a petition. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's basically the same answer that they keep giving. They've been giving that for years where they say, oh, we would love to do that, but we don't think um, that a $200 plus vehicle um, would sell well. And on top of that, they think that the sail barge in particular does not have that iconic, um, you know, that iconic look to it as, you know, Millennium Falcon or X-Wing fighter. It's not as recognizable. Yeah. So well, it doesn't look like they're going to be getting one. So, yeah. you know, they, so yeah, the, 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 the biggest battle of Return of the Jedi or one of the biggest battles of the Return of the Jedi is an iconic, iconic enough. I mean, I can understand that it's going to be one huge hunk of plastic. But. Well, Tom, you got to understand, they're looking for very iconic vehicles that kids will instantly recognize and beg their parents for, such as the MTT from Episode 1. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's right, yeah. <laughs> Just Rebel Scum, if you read the I Rebel Scum um, article where they interviewed Hasbro, I think uh, there was one sentence in there where they... Um, where they said that there's not going to be a big vehicle, a big new vehicle this year, um, because the MTT didn't sell as well as they had hoped. So, big and, surprise there. And, and you know, I I'm going to admit I actually like the MTT. I have I have one. It is a fun toy. I mean, I think it's it's fun, but I honestly don't know why they made that. I mean. It's about as a good move as the uh, Famba. My uh, my dog sleeps with the Famba. <laughs> That's not true. Yeah, I, hmm. it's, I it's it's a it's a shame about the barge though. It's, it is a shame. And yeah, it's too bad you know, they couldn't have been the, the barge instead of the empty. The whole episode one thing, you know, I kind of get it. I mean, they they held back for a long time to release any episode one action figures or even toys based on that movie. And, you know, it could have gone all the other way. You know, episode one could have come out and the 3D would have been just such a big hit. And, uh, you know, it could have, you know, it, it could have gone the other way where they, you know, they have this huge demand and they have no no product on the shelf, which would have been bad as well. So, you know, they overestimated it, you know, and, well, you know, yeah. I can still find all these figures on the shelves right now if I go someplace. I actually... up. I heard an interview with Hasbro today where they said something about Lucasfilm really hyped them up on episode one that they uh, they they were like no episode one has not done well for us we really don't want to do this much and Lucasfilm kind of pushed them on it and that's why they put out so much of it and then like they said Lucasfilm's been kind of pushing that episode one did well enough to keep going but ultimately what Hasbro said is it, it really wasn't that good especially for a, a movie release for them that put toys with and that didn't go over too well for Hasbro and it kind of hurt them. And that's kind of what started the whole distribution problems from this last year. I, I don't know if that's Hasbro just blaming their problems on Lucasfilm on that or what, but it was kind of interesting. And it's also been said that kind of the thing with the 3d releases is that was George Lucas's baby. And now that he's out of the picture, Disney doesn't think it's feasible to actually keep doing the 3d releases. Right. Yeah, perhaps wise, they, wise, wise choice. Is is it that they just don't want to remind? I mean, I guess in some in, in some respects, you know, even though Disney owns the Star owns Star Wars as a brand, the distribution with the older films are still uh, the distribution is still held by 
Fox. Is that right? Right. Yeah. So, so maybe they just would rather Fox not be involved with anything going forward and just kind of shelf for that. Do you guys really want to see episode four in 3D? Does that is that is that going to make it, any? Does anybody really want to watch that? It's well, just so gimmicky. I agree. I I want to see episode four. You said episode four, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I want to see episode four in a theater. If it has to be in 3D, you know, I guess that's fine. I, w- I would love to see the original trilogy in the theater again. I, I really would. The 3D I, is, you know, kind of a secondary to me. Yeah, I agree, Jason. I think it'd be great, especially leading up to new movies coming out in 2015. Um, having re-releases of these movies, it could be something similar to what they did with the special edition in 97, where they were, what, three weeks apart? Yeah. Um, that would be kind of a fun thing, and we get to go see all the movies, and probably some theaters would have a six-movie marathon if you wanted. Um, I think that would be cool. It doesn't have to be 3D. I don't mind the 3D too much, but yeah, it is kind of a gimmick, especially to go back to older movies and do this. But uh, I still think it would be cool just as theatrical releases. Yeah. I, I hope that they find a way to put the original trilogy uh, back in the theaters, but really no telling. There's there's no indication that they will. So. Well, the question is, you know, how good would that 3D look on a 30-plus-year-old movie, you know? Yeah. Um, even if they do a really good job and restore it, but... Yeah. Now, I know they, they, they have put the work into converting these. I don't know how far along they are, but I'm sure they were... You know, some you know somewhere they had to be at least close to finished with the prequel trilogy, um, and I imagine that will come out. I'm thinking maybe for home theater release, you know, 3D Blu-rays or something. I mean, it seems like a, a big waste of money to convert those and just not do anything with them. Not use them. No. Wonder how far ahead they were with those. I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, they were pretty probably pretty far ahead because if you think about it, they were supposed to release Attack of the Clones. You know, in February, I think, right? So, about now. Yeah. About now. So they must have been far along with that. And you and could. I, think I read an interview with John Knoll, who's been working on that 3D conversion. I think it was in one of the Star Wars Insider magazines. And I think he mentioned that they were working on um, the prequel movies simultaneously, actually. Mm. Or, you know, they're very close to each other, at least. So um, I, I think they were pretty far along. Huh. And you can. I, I think with the with the product that Hasbro has, you can kind of tell, you know, they were planning on releasing all this product with uh, episode two 3D, episode three 3D. It kind of the character selection kind of coincides with those two films. I felt bad for Hasbro. It was like they were seeming to try and catch up with what Lucasfilm was doing or what Disney was doing yeah. with the releases of the movies and that. And then, oh no, we're not going to do it. It's like they kept changing their mind every month, and Hasbro kept shifting and. It wasn't working. It was like, at this point, they might as well have released the Build-A-Droid line this month. It wouldn't have made a difference at all. But right. it, it was just kind of weird. And So uh, I think that's going to about wrap up our discussion for Toy Fair uh, 2013. Um, I'd like to thank my co-host tonight, Tom. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. And Chris. Thanks for having me on. And Ryan. Absolutely. Thanks for having me here. Episode two. It's uh, in the can. I'd like to thank everyone for listening to Galaxy of Toys podcast. You can find us on Facebook. Just go to facebook.com slash 
Galaxy of Toys, or find us on our Podbean page. Just go to podbean.com, search Galaxy of Toys. You can subscribe to us on iTunes. Go to the iTunes store and search for Galaxy of Toys, as well as Stitcher Smart Radio. We are now on Stitcher Smart Radio as well. Again, I'd like to thank everyone for listening, and we will catch you next time. We're going to have some in-depth conversation. I think we're going to get in a Power of the Force 2 mood for the next show. Uh, can't confirm that yet, but I think that's what it's looking That's what it's uh, looking like. So with that, I will say good night, but not goodbye. Just one more round, friend. Then a homeward bound, friend. Don't forget me in your dreams. Just one more song, friend, and then so long, friend, the nights get shorter, it seems. Just one more rhyme, friend, yes, it's a crime, friend, but you know time, friend, time can fly. So it's good night, friend. Good night, but not goodbye.